Welcome. You've tuned in to Living the Miracle with hosts Michael and Raphael Tamura. You are meant to live a joy-filled life, and you most certainly can. In this program, you will learn simple yet powerful psychic tools to help you fulfill your soul's purpose in this world. Now, here are your hosts, Michael Tamura and Raphael Tamura. Hello, hello to all our friends around the world, and welcome to Living the Miracle with Michael and Raphael Tamura. I am Raphael. And I'm Michael. The purpose for our show is to awaken souls, develop intuition, and fulfill purpose. And today we are broadcasting from our brand new space in Roseville, California. And um, yay! yay. <laughs> you might notice it's a little echoey. We are going to remedy that situation because our this room is still relatively empty. And soon it will hopefully have studio quality sound. Well, today we're getting us all ready for ringing in the new year. We're so close. Ring-a-ding-a-ding. Yes, <laughs> a whole new kind of a year than the one we are leaving behind, hopefully. <laughs> we feel everyone is ready for an entirely different kind of year for 2021 than what 2020 was like for most people. To do that, we'll have to correctly say goodbye to all that's been and say hello to something far healthier, more creatively fulfilling, economically equitable and sustainable, and infinitely more joyous than what so many people across the globe experienced in 2020. But isn't saying goodbye and hello such a common and regular process for everyone that there shouldn't be anyone left confused, troubled, or ineffectual doing that? Well, the truth is there's a lot more to saying goodbye to what's past and saying hello to the new than first meets anyone's mind. Let's explore what's behind saying goodbye to the old, to what's already past. Saying goodbye to especially unpleasant or even intolerable situations or conditions in life may seem a no-brainer to everyone, right? After all, who wouldn't want to say goodbye and good riddance to unpleasantness and undue suffering? Ah, but therein lies the rub. All too often, we can't wait to get out of a bad situation or put an end to a painful condition. That's only human. If you're experiencing pain in any form for any length of time, you'd want it to just go away or you'd want to get away from it as soon as possible. You might want to say goodbye to it now and forever. But is that truly a goodbye or is it really just a get lost and a good riddance? (laughs) A real goodbye is communication. And the bigger part of every communication is definitely psychic in nature. That is to say, communication that happens on a soul or psychic level and not verbally or physically. You could say that psychic communication is the communication that happens and is only perceived on a much more subtle energy level that's not picked up by the five bodily senses. So what kind of psychic communication is the saying of goodbye, particularly to what has already passed? 
First and foremost, it's not a good riddance in any form. It's not trying to get away from what's already happened as soon as possible. It's not trying to push away all thoughts of what happened. It's not distracting yourself from the thoughts and feelings of what you experienced already because they are too uncomfortable or even too painful. It's not trying to ignore what happened either. Communication is communicating yourself. It's consciously and creatively expressing yourself to others and the world as the spiritual being that you are. In communicating, you're both actively expressing yourself as well as being receptive to what someone else is saying. That's really important there. In any form of communication, especially saying goodbye, you have to be open to being with and communicating with that being. That's why saying goodbye what's already to what's already passed, like your experience of the year of 2020, can't be any kind of running away, isolating yourself, or getting rid of those experiences. You worked really hard for those. Just like any type of communication, you also have to be willing to communicate, which begins with being with whomever you are communicating. If you're somehow trying to run away from that person or situation or experience, there is no communication and no goodbye. What has already passed will continue to persist unless you can really, truly say goodbye to it. What is a goodbye in terms of communication? Goodbye is like the commencement exercises in college. They are known as both graduation ceremonies as well as commencement exercises because they represent and commemorate the graduating students' completion of studies in their, cho- in their chosen majors as well as the commencement of their new life coming up post-graduation. It's a great goodbye and hello. It's also a time of joyful celebration. The completion of the student's studies deserves not only recognition for a job well done, but also a celebration of their new space in their lives and their new relationships with everyone in the world, including of people they haven't met yet. For example, if the student graduated from medical school in relationship to others in the world at large, he or she would now be known as a physician. Or if the student graduated from law school, he or she would be related with as an attorney at law. Or if a student graduates from a vocational school as a mechanic or an electrician, the same applies. They are no longer a student in school. They are now entitled to serve their community as a beginning professional. So goodbyes, especially to challenging times, need to be at once a graduation and a commencement. When you say goodbye to a tough year full of difficult decision-making, trying in turbulent times with stresses and overwhelms, and the experience of great loss and emotional upheavals, you deserve to commemorate your periods of trials and tribulations. They are no less of accomplishments than spending an extended period of time intensely studying, 
learning, and growing towards your chosen career and lifestyle. Well, that's especially now. As we approach the very end of 2020 and the beginning of 2021, so many people around the world are wanting to hurry up and wash out that bad taste of one of the more trying, stressful, frustrating, and even terrifying at times, period in recent history around the planet. In the news every day, we've seen the great divide amongst humanity, us against them. A world war has been raging, but not necessarily with tanks and bombs clashing between identifiable countries. 2020 has been a running war fought with words, images, money, and emotions on a multitude of media platforms between all manners of factions around the world. The battlefields included racial injustices, abusive law enforcement, gender inequities, religious fanaticism, healthcare administration, community economics, elder spousal and child abuse, medical opiate peddling, and of course, national and international pandemic response and management. The U.S. led the way in providing most of these battlefields, as well as the mentally and physically infantile political histrionics and presidential election. Insofar as everyone wanting to say goodbye once and for all to 2020. (laughs) Well, those battles and many more are still raging, not only in the U.S., but around the world in different forms. Yet, rather than not being able to say goodbye to the world at war in any and all of the battlefronts because the war continues to rage, it's our willingness to say goodbye and celebrate the completion of our personal and collective year of challenging studies, trials, and tests. That will help us transform our global experience to one of hope and a beginning of a new, more cooperative, sustainable, and enjoyable way of living and relating with one another around the world. Are you ready and willing to be done with ways of being, doing, and having your life that are unhealthy, selfish, detrimental, painful, and isolating. What would you like instead of the way you've been experiencing your life and the world around you for the past year? What can you imagine that will make not only your life, but everyone else's lives fundamentally healthier and more fulfilling and joyful? How can you relate to others in a way that will benefit both of your lives. Saying goodbyes involves so much more than goodbye, good riddance. (laughs) I'm done with all that's been wrong with everything is one thing. Yet, to be truly done with something unpleasant requires a complete forgiving of your judgments against it. As long as you hold your judgments against someone or something, or an experience that you feel hurts you in some way. You carry the weight and pain of that experience with you into your next step or new year. 
Saying goodbye means not only completion of a past cycle of action, but it's a celebration of that completion. You have to make it a joyous celebration for yourself. It's not the celebration of having gotten rid of what you couldn't stand. It's the celebration of your success and accomplishment. So what all did you learn in 2020 through the various events and experiences you found to be most challenging for you? How were you transformed through those experiences? You may have identified tremendously with certain of the more global events, but not at all with others. Well, that's not too different than a college student choosing to major in art, anthropology, business management, economics, or environmental studies. Students majoring in different studies may share certain classes, but not most of the others. That's perfectly normal and good. We each have different lessons to learn and need different kinds of experiences in life to learn from. Intrinsic to saying goodbye to complete a cycle of action is saying hello to the commencement of the next step or chapter in your life. If you celebrate learning the hard lessons in your life through the events and experiences of 2020, you'll be ready to begin the new chapter or the next step in your life, much like the new graduate is ready and willing to embark upon a new career. Of course, a graduate of medical school may expect to start her career in medicine, but that may not always be the case. I've known a few who graduated in the upper part of their medical school class, but ended up having a successful and happy career as a writer or musician rather than a physician. Did they waste their medical education? Absolutely not. It's what got them to realize that they were a writer or a musician, much more than a doctor. I started looking at becoming a medical doctor when I was about 12 years old. By the time I graduated high school at 16 and spent a semester and a half as a pre-med student at the top of the dean's list, I realized that medicine was not to be my career choice after all. Yet, none of the time was wasted. It allowed me to learn and discover that my path was to be something else. Did I know what that was to be at the time? Absolutely not. (laughs) Clueless. Yet, I knew that continuing on in medical studies was not it. It took about four more years of life experience for me to know what it was I had to pursue in life. Of course, that followed my realization that I was a spiritual healer and guide. After that, I began to have experiences and meet the right people to discover what that path looked like and what I needed to learn to be on it. My experience has always been do it first and discover what it is that I needed to learn. Whenever I do things, I know I have to do those things, but rarely, if ever, know why. Much later on the line, after I've done what I knew I had to do, would I begin to see what it was all for. I always knew my next step, but I rarely ever connected the dots connecting one step with the next 
until often years later. Years after the fact, I could see clearly why I had to do the things I had to do and when. Before I vet them, I usually had no clue. And I'm a pretty good clairvoyant. The important thing, however, is that you have to do whatever it is that you have to do. Don't wait to figure out all the whys and wherefores in order to do it. Do it, and then eventually you'll learn all about it. That's the commencement part of saying goodbye and hello. To really say goodbye, you have to be willing to forgive your judgments about whatever you've been through in the past and see your experiences in a completely new light. To say hello to your new step in life and a new way of living than what you've experienced previously, you have to use your intuitive knowingness and have certainty that you already know what you need to do next and then do it. Approach it as an enthusiastic and innocent child looking to discover something new by doing it. Do it for the joy of it rather than trying to figure out why you should do it or not and trying to figure out how it would or should fit into your life plan. Trust yourself that within your own being, you already know that plan and what you need to fulfill that plan. You only need to know your first step and then take it. Then you'll know your very next step. We're coming upon our first break. And this is the time when we make announcements about things that we're doing, in case you're interested in joining us. We are offering our next teleclass on Saturday, January 9th, from 10 a.m. to noon Pacific Time. This one is on energy work to make more space for your creativity in the world. This is part of our You Might Be More Psychic Than You Think series that you can join anytime. We welcome you to join us, of course. You'll learn how to do psychic energy work to help you better express yourself creatively in the world. Whether you are a healer, teacher, psychic reader, beginner, or someone interested in communicating in the world, you'll gain much in this powerful teleclass. For all the details and to sign up, go to our January events calendar section at michaeltamora.com or call our office and speak with our wonderful assistant, Noel at... 530-926-2650 during normal business hours specific time Monday to Friday. We will return in just a couple of minutes ringing in the new year saying goodbye and saying hello. We'll be right back. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. If you love Living the Miracle with Michael and Raphael Tamora, you'll love their teleclasses, seminars, and retreats. Check out their upcoming events at MichaelTamora.com forward slash events. The best book ever. Transformational. Incredible information. One of the best books I've ever read. Inspirational. A must read for anyone interested in accomplishing their purpose. That's what readers around the world are saying about You Are the Answer. The award winning book by Michael J. Tamora. 
beloved spiritual teacher and clairvoyant visionary. Order your copy now at Amazon.com. Living the Miracle with Michael and Raphael Tamura. Find out more about everything that they offer at michaeltamura.com. And be sure to sign up for their free monthly newsletter. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are listening to Living the Miracle. Michael and Raphael would love to hear from you. Reach the show today by calling 1-888-346-9141. Again, that's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to livingthemiracleradio at gmail.com. Now back to Living the Miracle. Welcome back, everyone. We're getting ready to ring in a brand new year by learning to say goodbye to what's past and saying hello to what we see coming up now. Or maybe we don't know what's coming up, but we know something is coming up. (laughs) A lot of what we're talking about is transitions. And I really love New Year's. You know, I was never one to go to a New Year's party and get drunk and all that kind of stuff like a lot of people do. Because I love to honor... um, Letting go. It's like a letting go of the past, letting go of what this year was all about and welcoming in what might be coming forward. And I noticed that a lot of people are putting a thought out there, well, it's going to be the same as 2020 because the pandemic is still going on, blah, blah, blah. But what I see is that this is an opportunity to say hello to the new energy And the movement towards healing from the pandemic, whether for some of you it will be getting the vaccination or others of you, um, you have maybe lost your jobs and are starting to finally come up with something that you can create an income with. You know, this has been a challenging year in that way because we have to do something. We're not allowed to sit on our laurels feeling sorry for ourselves And, you know, only collecting a little bit of money that's being doled out to us. No, we're all moving on from the energy of shock and horror. You know, that's what it was at the beginning. We were all kind of horrified. And then um, some people were uh, further horrified by the loss of their income and everything. But now an adjustment is made. You're all still alive. Most of you still have a roof over your head. And some of you worry an awful lot. Instead of putting all that energy in worry, if you can really look at this as an opportunity. For instance, when a person gets fired from a job, not just loses it because some crazy outside thing in the world is happening, but they get fired from a job. It's very sudden. Or you decide, like I did some many years ago, that a job I had was so intolerable I was coming home every night and crying my eyeballs out where I decided to just walk out one day. And it was kind of a dangerous thing for me to do because I was handling money and everything. So I set it up so that the money would be safe and all that and I just walked out. And I never I never went back. 
And it wasn't until about 10 years later that I ran into somebody in a store who I had worked with and recognized me. And he said, we were all so jealous of you. (laughs) And I was surprised because when I went home that day, I was scared, actually. I thought I had ruined my life and that I would never be able to have a good paying job like that again. But that turned out to be not true. And the funny thing is, for months ahead of time, I had been warned and warned and warned on a more psychic level, because I was even psychically sensitive then before I got my training, that a change was coming. It showed up in my dreams. It showed up in how I felt when I was around the people. It was almost like I didn't belong there. And it wasn't because I didn't have friends there or wasn't well-liked there and everything. It was just a knowing And I followed that knowing. And when I walked out, I felt scared for three days. And the first day, I thought the police were going to come and get me because I I left a money situation, you know, in the hands of someone else that wasn't really qualified. But he did a good job taking care of it for me. And nothing was lost. I could have planned it better. I was in my 20s, not as wise as I am now. Um, I don't think I would do a thing like that. At this time in my life, I would do it very differently. But the thing is, I made the shift. And for a few years, I worked jobs that were not up to par financially, but I was a lot happier. And then what was presented to me was my spiritual path. And that's a long story. So I'm going to turn it over to Michael for, for a share of his stories. Well, you know, transitions always involves that experience of loss. No matter what happens, Mm -hmm. you experience some kind of a loss. Even, you know, things may have been terrible and and you're going, I gotta, you know, I can't stand this anymore. But you walk away from it and, oh, you lose the familiar. You lose the routine that you couldn't stand. But, but (laughs) you know, it's... It's, what is it called? The absence makes the heart grow fonder. (laughs) Whenever there's something that's not there anymore, even if you complain about it every day, it's not there anymore. You go, oh, well, gee. And one of the great things about that is you recognize, oh, it wasn't all terrible. There's certain, in everything that we feel is fantastic, there's something that's, you know, not just so. And then in everything that we think is horrible, well, there's something amazing in them too. It's never black or white. It's never this or that. Huh. And that's part of, you know, Raphael was mentioning that when she was in her 20s, she wasn't as wise as she is now. Yeah. Wisdom Definitely comes with age. Not that everybody who's older is wiser. Yeah, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, it's, it's, I always joke that, gee, every time I had a brilliant idea, <laughs> I got into trouble. <laughs> but the thing is, I learned from them. And one of the things is when you go through transitions, That's the other part of the difficulty before you go into the transition. If you're afraid of what, I don't know the, I don't know what's going to happen. What's, what's, what's fearful about that? 
is is oh I'm 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 not going to be in control. Yes. Isn't that interesting? Well, we're really never in control on that kind of a level. Anyway, we just convince ourselves, oh yes, I know what I'm doing. But anything can happen anytime. But we we tend to get into a rut and go, okay, this is safe and this is, I know the sun's going to rise in the morning until somebody says, well, tomorrow morning <laughs> and the sun's not going to come up because, <laughs> and then everybody freaks out. Anytime, anything can change. But when we're proactive and going, okay, what is it that doesn't sit right with me in terms of how things are going in my life right now? And then we start to look at, okay, instead of regretting, oh, I should have done this before. And, ah, oh, because I made that decision, I ended up in this space and, and blah, blah, blah. No, that doesn't do anything because you got to first recognize how incredibly powerful, which means how incredibly creative you are. Everyone is. The only difference on the outside you look at certain people and say, oh, they are so creative, so successful, so powerful, because what you see in their lives you think is, you know, are, are really great things. But the thing is, we all have the same creative power. What Raphael was saying earlier about don't worry about stuff that that doesn't, it's not the best use of your creativity and your energy. Well, whatever we put our attention on is where our creative power goes. So if we're constantly worrying about something, that's we're, we're pouring on tremendous amount of creative fuel into a fire that's going to, you know, burn out, burn down the things you really would like to have uh, instead of, instead of burning down the, to blaze a trail or something. You know, there's, there's not all, Fires are bad, right? All fires are destructive in a certain way, but sometimes like a controlled fire helps, whereas a wildfire, you know, destroys everything in its path. We have to look at our creativity in that kind of a way. Creativity is fire. Uh, it's, it's powerful. Put into a destructive path, it could be enormously destructive. Put into a constructive path, it could be very constructive and beneficial. Such as this girl is on fire. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we got one right here. <laughs> I love that song. Yeah, I do too. Because it's that's creativity and an expression of one's creativity. Everything we do, everything we say, everything we feel is an expression of our creativity, our inner spirit creativity, our fire. Okay? <laughs> So how do we use it? That's a key for what kind of 2021 are you going to have? Uh, Where are you going to put your creativity? Where are you going to put your power? The transition that we, the part of the transition we experience is a loss in 2020. Many of us experience a loss of a loved one many in terms of the pandemic, and many just other ways. Some natural causes, some, some not so natural causes. No matter what, 
when we're here, if we're incarnated here, sooner or later, we're going to exit this place. That is, in terms of the worldly life, that's like the greatest ultimate graduation and commencement exercises, right? It's definitely a graduation, but is there life after graduation? Yes, there is. Every graduation has even a bigger life than what that life was during school, right? School's out. Wasn't that Alice Cooper? (laughs) A little bit different kind of a song, but... (laughs) <laughs> we're showing our age yes <laughs> so so school's out as a celebration death leaving this world has to be a celebration it has to be a celebration for the graduate the person leaving but just like in, you know, if you have your children or, or loved ones graduating from school, you go to the graduation ceremonies, you clap, you shout, you whistle, and you have take them out to dinner, whatever, party. We celebrate that incredible accomplishment of that person, whatever it was. Now, when you're graduating out of the school of life here on earth, I mean, that's, that's way more than four or eight or ten years of school you're graduating from. Cramming for exams. No, yeah, it's a lifetime of cramming for exams. <laughs> lifetime of studying. Lifetime of practice. Lifetime of field work. Even if we're not conscious of it. Exactly. And... A big part of it is to become conscious of it. That's part of our lesson for each and every one of us is to become more aware. That's why this whole time period, this era, is the era of awakening. For anybody, everyone around the world, it's a time to awaken to your next step. So if you're in first grade, you awaken to the second grade. If you're in college, you awaken to postgraduate. If you're in... You know, middle school, you awaken to high school. It's, it doesn't matter where you are in your spiritual development in life. Awakening means awake, waking up to the next level of your um, path, if you will. Yeah, your whole path, your journey of life. And so I know it's difficult when someone you love practically more than yourself sometimes passes away, especially if they pass on in, you know, unforeseen circumstances or or even in very destructive, uh, not uh, destructive or violent type of circumstances. It makes it even more difficult. But you got to be able to give them the credit for, oh, yeah, we all know in our hearts of hearts, we know we know that, that our life plan, if you will, our life, what's in store for us, just like Raphael said, she, for weeks she knew some big change was coming. She didn't know exactly what it was going to look like, how she was going to deal with it, but she had dreams, she had precognitions, she premonitions, you know, all kinds of things that showed her 
okay, get ready. You're going to go through a big transition. Okay. And you have to say goodbye to what's been and you have to say hello to what's coming. Of the many, many people I've worked with, I've communicated with who had the loss of a loved one to death, to the departure from this world, some of them were very young people, some of them were very old, but almost every single one of them found after their loved one's passing, they found writings, diaries, indications that the person who passed knew it was coming. Well, with my mother, hey, we talked about it for three years before. That's why Rafia and I knew. She, oh, yeah, she's getting ready. She's packing her bag. She's getting ready, even though she's healthy, young, everything. But she was done. So we celebrated her passing. I had a friend who, who lost a young, very young daughter to a terrible fire and everything. And, but later on, she found her diary that just wrote it right out. She says, yep, the time is coming. I'm, I'm about to leave. I work with a, parents of a 16-year-old who died. He started talking about it when he was five years old. <laughs> so we all know somewhere. Some of us are more conscious of it, others less. Well, our second break is coming right up, and we have something remarkable coming up that we'd like you to know about. We're offering our first four teleclass plus a bonus Zoom Q&A social remote weekend event of 2021 on Saturday, January 16th and Sunday, January 17th. Over the weekend, we'll teach what precognition, predictions, and prophecies have to do with your spiritual awakening and development, how you can develop your own precognition and learn to look into the future, and how to set the energy of the new year for yourself to enjoy the life you are here to live. The title is Launch Your New Year with Certainty of Direction and Clarity of Vision. The four teleclasses over the weekend will be, there's two on Saturday and two on Sunday. The first one is Precognition, Predictions, Prophecies, and Your Spiritual Awakening, Seeing the Future to Make Your Course Corrections Now. The second one on Saturday is Prophetic Visions and Your Mediumship, Your Communication with Spirit Guides, Angels, and Masters of Wisdom. The first class on Sunday of this series is Enjoy making your predictions for 2021 now, discovering the future to create your next steps. And then the fourth one is solving the dilemma of time travel, how to travel through time to heal yourself, transform the world, and not mess up the timeline. For all the details or to sign up, go to our website, micheltamura.com, or call our office at one five three zero nine two six two six five zero weekdays during business hours specific time or just leave a message that works too in just a bit we'll continue ringing in the new year by saying goodbye and saying hello we'll be right back Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. 
Living the Miracle with Michael and Raphael Tamura. Find out more about everything that they offer at michaeltamura.com. And be sure to sign up for their free monthly newsletter. The best book ever. Transformational. Incredible information. One of the best books I've ever read. Inspirational. A must read for anyone interested in accomplishing their purpose. That's what readers around the world are saying about You Are the Answer. The award-winning book by Michael J. Tamora. Beloved spiritual teacher and clairvoyant visionary. Order your copy now at Amazon.com. If you love Living the Miracle with Michael and Raphael Tamora, you'll love their teleclasses, seminars, and retreats. Check out their upcoming events at MichaelTamora.com forward slash events. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are listening to Living the Miracle. Michael and Raphael would love to hear from you. Reach the show today by calling 1-888-346-9141. Again, that's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to livingthemiracleradio at gmail.com. Now back to Living the Miracle. It's great to have you back. We've been exploring how we can ring in an amazing new year by learning to say goodbye to what's already been and saying hello to something wonderfully new. I wanted to talk a little bit about transitions, a little more about transitions, and use an example. Transitions are easy for some of us. You know, we call ourselves growth junkies. Junkies. (laughs) (laughs) We love growth and change because it feels like we're progressing and, and getting closer and closer to the ultimate truth of everything. But for someone who's wanting to just make it through a day, a week, a month, or a year, it's something else. You know, there are those of you out there who like to move along slowly. Others of you, okay, I can live somewhere for 10 or 15 years, and then suddenly you start to get that inkling that it's time to either travel or maybe uproot and move to a different place, and opportunities start to show up for that as well. Well, I'd like to tell you a little story about our cats, because watching them go through the the four major transitions they had to go through already in their lives, they're nine years old now, uh, they're named Mystic, our girl cat, and Merlin, our boy cat, and um we, Michael and I had talked about getting a, a couple of cats. Well, actually, um, our former cat, Magic, came into my dream one day and said, I'm ready to come back and I'm bringing a friend. And it was a cat that we had had in Colorado that she kicked out. She didn't want him there, so I had to find a new home for him. Yes, cats cats create karma, too. too. Yeah, so <laughs> she, she decided to bring him in with her. And their first real transition was from their where they were born to being with us. And they were about four months old or uh, three or four months old. They were quite little. And um, during that period of time, Michael hadn't been feeling well. We had talked for months about going down to pick them up at the, at the place where the person had these cats. And then I had to rearrange it to pick 
to meet her partway between Mount Shasta and Clear Lake, where she lived. And um, I brought them home, and they were actually quite okay. The boy cat, Merlin, was very protective of Mystic. They were little, and Mystic was not happy about being in this strange situation. But by the time we got to the house, they they actually felt happy because it was... We started with putting him in what we had there was a great big laundry room, and um, which felt very safe to them. But within three days um, at that time, Michael had a major heart attack. It, in fact, it was on the day that I was going to let them in the bigger house. And I had just let them out when I got the phone call. And so that disrupted everything. And suddenly they were by themselves being visited three times a day for the next five days or so or seven days, um, by someone to make sure they were all right and make sure they were fed and everything. So that was an interesting transition from mama to this kind of uh, odd human situation where they didn't know what was going on. They were babies. So that sort of set the stage for seven years later when they were when they were seven, and we decided to we decided it was time for us to move from Mount Shasta, which we had lived there for fifteen years. And we uh, needed to live in a temporary place, so we knew it was going to be two moves for them. Well, the move to from Mount Shasta to um, Sacramento, where we moved, was extraordinarily difficult for them, especially for the girl cat. She had a really hard time. She was upset. She wouldn't come out of her crate for three days after we arrived. She wouldn't eat. I thought I thought she was going to wither away, but she finally. Let it let it go and uh, made her way around the house and and it took her about three months to accept that she wasn't going back to this other place. And the boy cat, on the other hand, was like, as soon as he saw that his things were there and our couch was there, he went, "Great, I I I can dig this. I love this." <laughs> <laughs> and it was an adventure for him. So then. During the time, this time period right now, when we were getting ready to move in our new house, I knew we were up for a challenge with our girl cat because she had such a difficult time with the last move. So for a month, I would go to her every day and mentally I'd show her the picture of the house and I'd walk her around in it in my mind. And she was with me on it. And first she told me, basically in her own way, in pictures, I don't want to change. I don't want to change. A reluctant changer. A person who doesn't, a four-legged person who doesn't want to change. Are any of you like this? And so I I kept doing it every day, showing her. And I showed it to him too, and he's like, that's cool. (laughs) He was fine. And finally the day came, and when I brought her here, she did the same thing she did before with the big uh, dilated eyes and curling up in a ball so small she was about the size of a, a small pillow. I mean, she was really, really curled up tight and upset. And then I took her and walked her around the house exactly in the same way I had done it mentally. And I could see her putting the pieces together. Oh, my. Is this what you were talking about? Oh, this isn't so bad. And... I waited a day before I actually let her run in the house by herself. And within about three minutes, she was absolutely in joy. She was running up and down the stairs. She had missed the stairway from our old home. 
And they are adjusting incredibly. Merlin was fine. He was fine all the way. He's like, man, this is cool. That's great. I'm going to rest up here (laughs) and get over this. But many of you are like this. Some of you are fine with a shift and you are flexible and able to kind of move with the times that come your way and others of you resist it and cry and and get upset about it. But, you know, as you start to become aware, the transition is a thing that allows you to, to grow, then it becomes much more welcome. Yeah. And my perspective on that is also with the difference between Mystic and and Merlin, not because Mystic is female and Merlin is male, but just in the way they are in spirit. And Merlin, aside from being a more of a guy's guy that is more into the body, the physical world, Mystic, why we call her Mystic, is much more in spirit. And she's, she's extremely sensitive psychically. And one of the difficulties I saw her having was that trip from Mount Shasta to Sacramento to the temporary place was in Rafiana joked about it for a year, a year and a half afterwards saying, oh yeah, we're suffering from post-traumatic stress disorder from that move. It was so intense, so, so difficult. Much energy. It yeah. was difficult and, for all of us. And it was the in, I'd say 90% of the intensity and the difficulty wasn't physical at all. It was all strictly on a psychic energy level. And all the, everything that had to be uprooted and changed and everything, not just for us, but for a whole community of people. And so, so that, was, that was what she was picking up a lot on. Whereas in this next move to where we are now, She's moving from a more difficult situation and a more stressful energy situation to, ah, oh, oh, finally, we, we found a place to be and we can, we can set, set sail here. And so she, she rode on that energy. And, and that reminds me of a lot of you who sometimes have go through a lot of difficulties in in changes, uh, times of changes and and changes in your own personal life or changes in the lives of those very close to you. You got to recognize how psychic and how sensitive you are on a a subtle energy level. And you have to ask yourself, okay, of the difficulty I'm going through, especially on an emotional feeling type level, how much of it is – not mine. I'm just picking up on the people I care about and I'm tuned into them. And in this past year of a global, constant global situation that everybody or many, many, many of us are, are tracking in terms of the pandemic and, and, and politics and everything else, how much were you tuned into the world, tuned into you know, millions, if not billions of people upset, frustrated, nervous, anxious, you know, everything. I have a feeling that so many more people this past year had sleep difficulties because tuned in and, and we're a global community, whether anybody likes it or not, we're tuned in on a global level. So when half the world is awake uh, in their daytime, the other half is asleep in their nighttime. And so, there's never a, 
uh, stop switch. There's never a, okay, let's just pretend nothing's going on. <laughs> it's going on. And if you're that much more sensitive and everyone, this is part of the wake-up situation in this period of time, everyone's becoming much, much more psychically sensitive. And so whether they believe it or not, even, they're, they're being sensitive. And so you're tuned into the upheavals in not just your own life or in the people very close to you, but in the whole world. And that's going on all the time. So it's, it's a really important time and, and this coming year for you to really practice being grounded, being centered in your own awareness. And first recognizing, always rec- checking in to see, okay, is what I'm feeling, what I'm thinking, what I'm being aware of in my own mind, is it mostly other people's stuff or is it mine? Am I really deciding to think this way, think these thoughts? Am I deciding this is how I truly feel or am I just picking up what somebody else is feeling or someone else is thinking and trying to solve it because I don't like it? Oh, that's huge. When you get past that, when you start to become aware of that and be able to manage that in your lives, your whole life is going to change incredibly for the better because you'll be able to, at first, you'll still feel and think those things, but you'll know it's not you. And you just go, oh, that's not mine. Okay, drop it. Let, let that go. Let it be. People, other people can think this way and feel this way if they choose to, but I don't have to. This is the way I'm going. And that's where your creativity needs to be focused is which way you're going. This is going to be a year of a lot of course correction opportunities for all of us. Absolutely. And also to be able to be flexible when some of the changes that happen aren't to your liking. Um, you know, using that creativity to, de- to deal with that is the best way. Well, we're already at the end of our show. Thank you so much for joining us once again. Please let us know about your experience of our show and what you might have gotten out of it by commenting on our Facebook page, Michael and Raphael Tamora, Living the Miracle Radio Show. If you'd like us to explore a particular topic on our show, please let us know. Join us next Wednesday to get ready to ring in the new year by exploring the real meaning of saying goodbye and saying hello. We just said, we just did this. We need to say goodbye to that. Okay. Well, it's going to be a show with a different title. I guess we goofed on that. Remember, too, to join us for our next teleclass Saturday, January 9th from 10 a.m. to noon Pacific time to learn to do energy work to make more space for creativity in the world. Check our website or call our office and speak with Noel at 530-926-2650 for details or to sign up. Until then, be inspired, use your imagination, and follow your intuition joyfully. This is Living the Miracle with Michael and Raphael Tamura. We're so happy you joined us. See you again next week. We appreciate your joining us today. 
Living the Miracle with Michael and Raphael Tamura can be heard live every Wednesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Until we talk again next week, remember to wake up to who you are. It's your purpose here on Earth.